Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. It is outstanding, baby. Finally cooling off down here in South Texas, so it's not as miserable. I'm enjoying it. True. Out here in my outdoor tavern, or our outdoor tavern. Oh, and I'm wearing the gear, too, so if people see Mm -hmm. the hat. There you go. Where is it? Oh, like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, purchase you a hat if you want. Get with Tyree. Get in his DM. Oh, hey, there's Dave. What's up, buddy? What's up, guys? How are you, sir? Nothing much. I'm doing good, man. So I guess before we get into it all, remember uh, when we were hanging out, I told you I had a story to tell of what happened to me at the BK Lounge in uh, Refugio. Do you remember this? Okay, maybe not. You've had a couple of drinks since then? Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway, we're, we're there for... Uh, my youngest son's uh, football thing. And we go in and you know how all these videos are going of people freaking out at, you know, fast food restaurants and all that. And you didn't think it would happen to you. Well, it happened to me. There's a, I was in, I was next in line and I was about to walk up and order. And I, I see one guy over to my left and he's just standing there with a ticket. And there's another guy to my right, an old white guy to my right, big old fat guy. And I was about to walk up and then, <laughs> The big old fat guy to my right goes, hold on. And I said, oh, you know, hey, all right, you got the got the floor, I guess. <laughs> like I, I, I thought maybe I cut in line or something. And he proceeds, he's like, I want to talk to the manager right now. And the, the manager comes out, this little kid, he's like, yeah. And he goes, I've ordered this for the last couple of nights, you know, straight. I eat dinner here all <laughs> every night. And I I was like, okay, this guy has more problems if he's eating Burger King every night. But he just rips into this kid, and the kid's just like, hey, man, just call the number. And I was I was just thinking to myself, this guy could be writing a letter. Like, I want to talk to the king or dear king, your kingdom is on fire, and it's not the, the broily whopper in the back. Well, you're not expecting the best when you show up in one of them places anyway. So, I mean, <laughs> what are these people doing? Like, they're just freaking yeah, out. It's not, it's not Ruth's Crisp. It's not Texas Brazilian Steakhouse. I mean, it's a, it's a yeah. fucking burger. What do you expect? I mean, <laughs> just you just hope you get out. salt on your fries. <clears throat> what is it? I've seen videos of people throwing fries at people. I've seen people, like, just lose their shit. And it's like, these, these people are, like, not making that much money to work here. And you're just throwing a fit. Well, anyway, it turns out there was like a special deal or something, and he was ordering it every night. And uh, 
yeah, uh, he accidentally ordered the wrong thing, so they gave him two whoppers. I'm like, why is he complaining? But it was funny. I, I was just like, bastards. <laughs> I'm just saying, why are you eating Burger King? You got more problems in your life <laughs> if you're eating there every night. I eat dinner here every night. I'm gonna write a letter to the king and let him know his kingdom's burning down. I just thought it was funny. Davey, how you been, man? I've been doing good, bud. Been doing good, cool. real good. You, uh, y'all got some got some stuff lined up, or just damn uh, pandemic got time. you slow down. Yeah, well, the pandemic definitely put a big um, bar between what we were actually planning on doing, and it seems like every time it starts to let up and we start getting ready to make plans, and it another wave comes through. No, I think I don't think you're alone on that deal. I think that's kind of everyone's problem right now. Yeah, I mean, I've been trying to make it up to Austin to the studio to start laying down vocals on uh, some of the songs that will actually be on the full length album. And like every time we get ready to go, the place shuts down because they've had an outbreak at, at the place. Oh, wow. So, Dave, uh, I, I, we, we're terrible. Uh, we need to. No, we're horrible. Yeah, we, we can, we we can tell him. people who he is instead of talking about <laughs> stupid idiots at Burger King. But, uh, Dave, you are a founding member. Actually, you're founding member, lead singer of uh, Anchor Watt, which is very well known down here in our parts, and I think everywhere else. I mean, uh, y'all have a pretty good following, and y'all started back what in like the '80s, uh, '86 to '90. 86 to 90. But uh, yeah, thrash metal. And uh, I'm a big fan of that kind of music too. So, I mean, uh, I'm I'm very honored that you wanted to come out here and chit chat with us two clowns and <laughs> just listen to us talk about whatever. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, it's really strange because I could probably count on one hand, you know, one hand when the band was originally together how many interviews and stuff I'd done. And then since we've gotten back together, it's like one of us in the band's doing a podcast or an interview all the time now. So, Oh, wow. Well, that's, that's kind of good though. I mean, you know, nowadays everybody has like a show to go on and you don't have to rely on, you know, really radio networks. And I don't really think, I mean, do major radio uh, networks even do this kind of stuff anymore? Or is it just, it's uh, like Sirius FM, you know, on liquid metal. You hear the extreme music, which is what it. this falls into that genre. Oh, okay. I'm sure there's underground shows out there that we just don't catch. Um, it seems like Corpus always plays the same music that you, you could have tuned into 10 to 20 years ago. Uh, same thing in San Antonio, man. It's the same thing. And uh, yeah, that's why I like. Uh, I, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Uh, nowadays, everybody has a show you can go on, and and you know, hey, let's talk music or talk whatever. And I think that's pretty cool. It gives you the exposure that I think a lot of uh, major entertainment places are dropping the ball on this kind of stuff, which they used to, you know, uh, interview people like yourself or find a new band or. You know, it's not a top, uh, you know, a chart topping thing. I mean, it is just, you know, about creativeness. And I, I think that's really lacking. Well, lucky for us, because we can do this. 
but you know, I, I think the major like studios and all that other crap and MTV is a reality uh, program now, you know, <laughs> they don't play music anymore. Yeah. Um, the thing is, you know, it's like this type of music, uh, the, the people that follow it are extremely loyal. Um, they don't forget where the, what other, the older bands got them to this point. And uh, you don't see that loyalty in a lot of other genres of music. No, for sure. Same thing with uh, with anything else, I guess. What what's up, Tyree? What do you got? Uh, I was just gonna say, when did uh, when did y'all? How long was y'all's hiatus, and when did y'all when did y'all come back? Uh, I'm trying to plug in the power mode here. Oh, that's all right. I got you. <laughs> that's happened to me before. <laughs> I'll be on the computer, and my computer is like, bing, bing, or my phone, right in the middle of talking. <laughs> yeah. So. We were like in the height of it. We uh, played quite a few shows around the Texas area. Um, we toured with uh, Suicidal Tendencies. Uh, awesome. We, we um, did a tour with uh, Cryptic Slaughter when they were originally together from California. We went up through the mid, uh, mid states and then up into Canada. And then when that ended, we came back and did some other shows here and there. Uh, a lot of times we headlined because of uh, how active we were on stage. And then we just kind of started drifting apart and kind of went our separate ways. Some of the guys stayed into the music. Uh, I kind of got out. There was a time where I went to uh, New Jersey and laid uh, vocals down to help a band out. They were an industrial band called PRD ND21. And hmm. I, I had told I I've heard of them. people I was pretty much, you know, done with the music and stuff. I mean, I still wrote songs and everything, just put, uh, put them on the shelf. And uh, it's when my, when I met my uh, wife and she would always ask me, you know, do you ever miss the live performances and i'm like well yeah i do i said i really miss being in the studio because that's where you get to you know express your creative talent and you know think you you start with nothing and then this cool song comes out of it with everybody working together and up in, i mean i i wasn't even when we found when i found out we were going and in, in, being inducted into the south texas music walk of fame i was not on board with actually playing live again because we're all what 28 30 years older at this point and i just didn't want to tarnish our reputation for being such a wild band when we hit the stage but the other members and my family talked me into it and i'm really glad they did now because it's it's a lot of fun again that's the most important part is having it be fun again yeah that is um, so, is there is there is there certain places there around Corpus you play, or is it all over? Well, we've um, used to be we had some uh, bigger venues here like the Stardust Ballroom, uh, La Terrassa Ballroom, that we would have shows at. Uh, when we recently reconnected with uh, uh, the band The Accused from uh, the Seattle area, we did a quick Texas tour. And we played here uh, at Gators right before it closed. 
but when we did our reunion uh, show, we played the House of Rock and and it was completely sold out. But I mean, Austin's got a lot of places you can play. San Antonio's got some real co cool places, and um, Fort Worth, Dallas, Houston. Um, Corpus does has a, have a real cool metal bar called Boozers, but we've never actually gotten to get with the owner and actually set something up. So are y'all, uh, you said, uh, I guess y'all are working on a new album, like a full album or what, what do you have out? Right? I know there's two albums that I could find, but you had something new come out. Was that just a EP or? Yeah, that was an EP of brand new stuff. And, uh, okay. as of right now, it's just located on the, uh, our website. Okay. And uh, we know we knew that people were going through hard times, so it was just there's no set price on it. You pay what you want to. Oh, and that's awesome. There's five brand new songs on it, and we well, now we're in the process of recording a full length album. And I'm not I don't think any of those songs will make it to the album because we we're kind of going as far as lyric wise into a different direction. And where all the uh, all the songs are going to kind of follow each other in a story. Hmm. Oh, that's, that's very cool. cool. Yeah. What is, is there a certain theme to it, or what's what's the how's it? How's well, that? Gas thrash metal is the theme. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, I watch a lot of horror movies. And, oh yeah, uh, hmm. I saw this one movie where these uh, two girls were abducted tortured and they were never seen again and it's a it's a it's a pretty upsetting movie hmm. and uh, my wife looked over at me and she goes i know what you would do if that happened to one of our kids and i was like what was that and she said you'd hunt him down so i wrote the lyrics to a song called hunt hunt you down and when our other members read it they were kind of blown away by it so we kind of thought about doing um, an album based on that theme where a father loses his child and throughout that album, you follow the story of him hunting this guy down until he actually finds him. I like that. Sounds that sounds fun. That sounds fun. Sounds badass. It's one of those songs, you know, I don't write when I'm drinking because I found out like if I'm having beer and I'm writing lyrics, I'll think it sounds real cool. And then I get up the next morning, I go look at it and I'm like, what the hell did I write? It's kind of like us doing this show when we sober yeah. up. We're like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Or, oh, or any, any Wednesday night. <laughs> no, that's awesome, man. And I, I, I know you said um, it slowed you down, but you are going to be out and about and y'all got some shows lined up and all that. Yeah, we're still we're still hoping to get on the uh, the hot train to Europe for about six festivals, um, oh, wow. which would really put the name back out there. Um, we were we've always been real popular, of course, here in the states. It seems like we gained a huge following, and in Europe, Mexico, we played two phenomenal shows in Mexico City back in the day. That had probably one of the biggest slam pits I'd ever seen in my life. Oh, wow. Yeah, I bet. 
Oh, and shout out to them. I mean, uh, I hope everybody's all right over there. They went through a bad earthquake, didn't they? Yeah. Yes, they did. Well, that's cool. So, um, was there anything else you want to let everybody know? I mean, I know we'll share the links and everything to your stuff and I'm not trying to kick you off or nothing, but, uh, I mean, we'll talk about, uh, we're going to talk about some other stuff too, but you're more than welcome to join in on the fun. Yeah. I'll hang around a ball. No, just, uh, be on the lookout for, uh, anchor Watt. I think it goes under the title of real, the real anchor Watt. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, um, we actually have a YouTube channel. Yeah, I uh, saw that one. I, I'm a part of that one. I just subscribed to that one today. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're actually, we got, we put up some videos, but we're actually uh, working on a brand new video. And we actually want, we're trying to incorporate some live performances for the song Walls. And I think that'll be the last, maybe, that might be the last video for the EP. And then we're really going to concentrate more on getting out and playing live again and, um, you know, recording a brand new album, see how it comes out. Very cool. Very awesome. Sounds awesome. Uh, I'll just lay another interesting note. The guy that produced our uh, EP, Kerry Crafton, he's actually the gentleman that produced the first two albums. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so you got you got someone that's familiar. That's good. Yeah, yeah. When we started putting out the word that we were going to start recording, <clears throat> he reached out to us and uh, said he'd like to be a part of it. It was funny because we had never actually played in Dallas. Every show, every Texas tour, anything that we did, it seemed to bypass Dallas. And uh, that's where he's from. So we played, uh, I think it's called the Three Links, real cool bar in Deep Ellum. And uh, he was there. And he said, this is the coolest thing because I've loved your music. I loved working with you guys. But 30 years later, I finally got to see you guys live. <laughs> so that was cool. He did, he did a hell of a job, too. I mean, I always tell people when you listen to the EP, have some headphones on. Because you'll you'll get that serious bottom end that he put into it. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to be checking that out. I know I will. I have to try that. Huh. Yeah, so, I, think, uh, I think Tyree got some some clips from uh, David, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got some stuff oh, you did? He sent me not too long ago. Yeah, it's been oh, a while, okay. but yeah, I saw some of it. Um, but I did not listen to it like that. I might plug it in and listen to it a little better. Sounds oh, like yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Well, usually when I listen to my music, I'm always having headphones on so I don't drive my wife crazy. Because, I mean. Well, you know, I only get to listen to it when I'm in my truck by myself. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, extreme music's meant to be listened to loud. Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. Amps are meant to be turned up all the way and everything else. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because my wife will like, how, how are you able to hear, you know? after a show i'm like it's not that loud on stage it's it's the guy uh, the guys out front the people that are getting blasted with oh yeah right there by the speaker and yeah <laughs> i'm blowing their fucking ears keep the monitors a little low <laughs> it means it gets you <laughs> yeah and like in my monitor I, I like drums and guitar 
that pretty much keeps me where I need to be in a song. Stay in your and rhythm. Then, yeah. Uh, each yeah. band member has their own preference. Most of most of them always want the vocals because a lot of the stuff is keyed off my vocals. And but for me, you give me guitar and drums and tad a bass, and I'm good. But Heck like I yeah. said, we're we can't wait to get back out there. Can't get to wait to start doing live shows again. Uh, can't wait for this album to get started. It's just like the last two years, we've just been a stalemate where everybody's communicating with their, everyone, and uh, it's just kind of driving us all nuts that we don't get to get together and and um, go live and get and get to record because you see all these other bands that are coming back also like we did. So there's an opportunity there for a lot of the old warriors to get together and put on shows together also. Yeah, I have noticed that like there's some bands that hadn't been together in a long time. Now everybody's, I guess, uh, uh, what we went through this last year. I mean, it was just, I guess they're like, Hey, we need to do something about this. <laughs> like we need to get back together and do something. So that's very cool that you're getting a lot of, uh, you know, people together and uh, working with some of the same people you used to work with. And that's just, I think that's awesome, man. Yeah. One other thing we're thinking about doing is taking some of the newer, the younger bands that we've met since we've gotten back together and actually taking them with us and doing a show so that we can help promote them as well in, in several different genres of the extreme scene. Very cool. But that's all I got if y'all are good. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Hey, I'm, I'm enjoying it, the Yeah, well, I'm enjoying <laughs> listening to you. And I, I I just don't want to ask you the same 100 questions you've <laughs> answered before. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, that's why we try to have it laid back and let everybody tell their story. And then we just go with whatever we're going to go with. <laughs> so if you so, think of anything, you can interrupt and, and tell us. Yeah, what's your uh, what's your horror thing? What's uh, your preference in the horror industry? Oh man, I like all different types of genres. Um, I hear lately, uh, a buddy of mine that works for the Horror News Network sent me a list of the supposedly most disturbing films ever made. So I've made it a point to start hunting them down and watch them. And then another friend of mine sent me this outrageous lit list of the most graphic violence movies that have ever been made man and the, i didn't realize i mean I've, I've been a horror fan all my life and i like the scary ones i like the gory ones you know um some of the disturbing ones i can say i've seen them and that was good enough i've seen it one time <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah I, I mean i watched one the other night it's called uh what the hell a dark place inside. Pretty, hmm. pretty graphic, pretty disturbing movie. Well made. Um, but I don't think I've heard of that one. Well, I'll, I'll get the list together and I'll, I'll send it to you. Okay. And, um, like I said, if I've seen them, I'll put a description on what to expect. Uh, like my my middle daughter Athena, she's like the most. She's the beautiful version of me. She likes everything that I like. She likes heavy music. She likes guns. She likes horror movies. She likes hockey. 
and um, she's always asking me, what'd you see? And I'll tell her and she goes, Oh, I'll have to see that. And I'm like, no, don't. <laughs> Please and don't. She never listens to me. And then she'll call me back and say, why didn't you stop me? And I'm like, I knew you were going to watch it. I gave you warning. Viewer beware. Yeah, I mean, I mean there's, there's some movies out there that once you see them, they burn themselves into your brain. Oh, yeah. And they never they never leave. I, I used to work with this one guy, and we, he heard us talking. And he's like, you know, I saw a movie about a concentration camp and this and that. And I looked at him. I said, Ilsa, She-Wolf of the SS. And he goes, damn, yeah. that was it. Oh, yeah. Uh, harem to the oil sheiks. And, yeah. I mean, there's just so many of us. In it. Tigress of Siberia. Yeah. Oh, man. But some of the some of the later movies that are coming out, I mean, France, they don't put out a lot of horror movies. But when they do, they're pretty disturbing. They're pretty graphic. I really dig them. <laughs> kind of like the giallo films and stuff out of yeah. italy i mean yeah yeah they uh they have some cool stuff there's a new bunch out of chile i think that have they released a new movie called uh i think it's actually in 2008 but i think it just now made its way to the states called trauma not to be confused mm. with you know italy's trauma oh and, yeah yeah uh, that is one disturbing movie. <laughs> Gee. Yeah, that's what I go for, man. That's yeah. my cup of tea. Have you ever have, have you ever seen Solo, 120 Days of Sodom? Uh, no, I know of it. I've never sat down and watched it, though. Well, don't. Okay. <laughs> because it's all in Italian. <laughs> once you start watching it, it's like it puts a, puts a vice grip on you and you can't leave. It's oh, the man. only movie I ever felt like i needed to go shower when i got done watching. <laughs> oh man that's a pretty bad movie <laughs> yeah and it was made in 1972 i know yeah that's an older film and as far as i know it's still against the law to play in any actual theater in the united states what's it called again Stalo, <laughs> 120 days of sodom yeah. I'm just gonna make sure I never see it. I mean, I run the other yeah. way. I don't. <laughs> no, I don't do like, horror that much. It's not in the Netflix top ten. You're not just gonna run across. <laughs> no, you have to yeah. search it out. But I lost sleep over watching Saul. So I mean, I can only imagine. <laughs> I actually made the mistake of sitting down one night when I was showing it to some friends, and I'm like, "You don't have to watch this." And she's like, "No, it's really gross and interesting." And then when she got done, she was like, I feel filthy. <laughs> I'm like, yep, that's what it does to you. Hmm. So taking taking war to a whole new level. I didn't Pretty know that much. was possible, way, but I guess so. Way, yeah, it's actually the movie is actually, from what I understand, is based on writings of Marquis de Sade. Oh wow. And uh okay. kind of they kind of upped it into, I want to say, right after post, uh, it takes place po post-World War II. And it's about where, like, I want to say so many guys, young men are kidnapped. So many girls are kidnapped. And during this time, they are m made to participate in everything which is considered perverse in our society. And if you did good... You live. If you did bad, you're tortured and killed. 
Nah, we're screwed. <laughs> well, how did a South Texas boy get into hockey? Um, actually, I was born in Corpus, but when I was younger, we spent some time up in Minnesota because my dad was a auto mechanic, aircraft mechanic, and he got a job up there teaching. So okay. at the age of at the age of four, I was actually on skates. Oh, okay. And then after the big first blizzard came through, he said, to hell with this. We're moving back to Texas. <laughs> so when we came back to Texas, it was like almost every weekend or every other weekend, we were going to Houston or Dallas, uh, somewhere where I could put the pads on and skate. Now, and then, I got you. did you see that? Um, I, I watched it a couple of days ago. It was on Netflix. It's the... Um, it's those uh, untold stories, and it was that kid that was 17 years old, and his dad was a mafia guy, and he bought him that hockey team called the Trashers. The, uh, oh man, I can't I can't remember the guy's name, but I, I thought it was crazy. And I, I think I know, I think they were called the Danbury Thrashers. Yeah, there you go, there yeah. you go, Danbury, Connecticut. Yeah, yeah the uh, Trashers. Their jerseys are quite mm. expensive right now. Oh, I bet. I watched that story, and it it is so nuts. I mean, it's like they compared that guy to like Tony Soprano, and he uh, he just bought this hockey team for his seventeen year old son. Like, here you go, you're like the owner, and and uh, he actually picked some good people, but I mean, they were like some hardcore sons of bitches, like. Yeah, just because uh, he loved wrestling and then he liked hockey or loved hockey, and then he put the two together. And it was it's an interesting story. I mean, if anybody's listening and watched that, I definitely recommend that. I mean, it was a good story. I like those untold ones. Look up the there's one called the Chiefs. It's about a team up in uh, Canada. They have what they call the LNAH. It's their version of the North American Hockey League. And that is where old fighters go to die and young fighters go to get their name known. Oh, wow. And it's, I gotta just check like, that out. So it's some of the most brutal hockey you've ever seen in your life. I Mainly mean, fighting a little, crazy. playing involved. Uh, yeah. Uh, this one kid, he's like 6'4", just muscle bound, right? He'd come up from, um, gone there to, from America. They said it would help his game mainly on because he was known as an enforcer. So they sent him up there for training experience. And he said the interview, he said there, I'm sitting on the bench. We hadn't even got 15 minutes into the game, and we had seven huge brawls. And he said, I turned around and looked at my agent and said, what the hell did you get me into? <laughs> well, how long did he last? Uh, he finished out the season, and they actually – yeah, they actually asked him if he wanted to come back the next season, but I think he went on I'm to good. a good yeah. <laughs> yeah. thing. I don't want anything else to do with this. <laughs> I'm done. Chiefs. Yeah, some, the Chiefs. Like, like my... teams are like, some of those teams are world famous, you know. that There used to be one of the teams that's called the Sorrell Tracy Mission, and they put it out there. They were the meanest hockey team in the world. And I gotta check that out. Yeah, those are those are crazy stories. 
Like my dad said, he went to a fight and a hockey game broke out. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Sometimes the fights in the stands are better than the fights in the ice. <laughs> I played one game. I was a goaltender from the age of like 10. And uh, I had a puck come right off my stick, and it caught me right under my mask and shattered my jaw. And I remember laying there, and our trainer came out, and he goes, you okay? And I'm like, wow, I've never even looked at the roof in this place. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, uh, "We need to get you. You need to get you examined. I think you've got a concussion." Lo and behold, you had a little bit more than that. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> My daughter asked me one time, "How many concussions did you have playing hockey?" I'm like, "I don't remember." Yeah, that <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> and hockey, that's a. My hats off to you. That's a rough sport, man. I. I I'm clumsy as, as it is. I couldn't stay on a pair of rollerblades, let alone blade, you know, <laughs> skates. Yeah, that's like I tell people, you know, all the other sports, as you're growing up, you already know how to walk and run, right? So to get into that, to get into a sport, it's a lot easier. Before you can do any of that in hockey, you have to learn how to skate. And it has to become second nature to you. And some guys. When's the last time you've been on a set of skates? Oh, God. Rollerblades, probably about two years ago. Ice, probably about 10 years. How's your confidence on getting them back on? <laughs> eh, it's not bad. <laughs> and once you once you get back up on them, mm -hmm. um, I don't like to skate without a hockey stick in my hand. Even if it's just skating forward. Uh, I put on some skates one time. I found my son's rollerblades and i put them on and i was skating around like this just didn't even feel right anymore so i looked over and there was a broomstick laying there and i got it and i just started tearing it up and my wife was like oh my god i'm like yeah this feels a lot better now <laughs> <clears throat> wow never knew you were a hockey guy oh yeah yeah <laughs> If it's, uh, I always, I always told my family, I really don't like contact sports. I like collision sports. <laughs> well, you got in the right sport, I guess. <laughs> my God, you hit it right on the head on that one. Yeah, we got season tickets to the ice rays, and I think we've had them for like 11 years, something like that, maybe more. And we used to mm -hmm. have, uh, when they were, they're a junior team now, so you're dealing with kids from 16 to 20 year old. And for about seven years, we used to have the boys live with us, some of them, because that's how they save money is they they pay you like 300 bucks a kid to feed them and, and you know, house them. And uh, we've had some really good kids. I mean, you know, hockey players are a little bit different because hockey's an, a no-tolerance sport. Like if you screw up, you could be screwing up your entire career. And... Like most of the parents have second mortgages on their house because hockey is the most expensive sport you can get into. I like mean, the, the medical bills the, alone, right? I mean, huh? the medical stuff alone. <laughs> yeah, the medical stuff. Um, like, <laughs> I remember when I found out I'd made goaltender and my dad came home from work and my mom was like, well, go ahead tell your dad what you did today. And I was like, all right. And he's like, what'd you do? And I'm like, I uh, tried out for goaltender, and he goes, how'd that go? And I'm like, I made it. And he goes, you're fucking kidding. 
And then my mom goes, D, because we called him Big D. And he goes, you know how much that shit is? I mean, even as a kid, I was I had like thirty-five, four thousand, you know, $3,500, $4,000 worth of equipment. How much? About $3,500 to $4,000. Damn. I didn't know that and stuff was that get, expensive. As you get older, but I got lucky. I actually hooked up with a guy from Toronto that owned a, a hockey shop. So mm-hmm. he sponsored me. And uh, so I got all my stuff for free. So it, it sure helped out my parents a lot as far as financial went. But like a lot of the, the masks you see these guys wear, they're custom made to fit their face only. And they're like twenty five, thirty five hundred dollars. Did uh, any of the kids that stayed with you, any of them make it to the big leagues or? <laughs> um, yeah, actually, uh, actually, one kid that didn't really stay with us, but he hung around, uh, hung around over here at the house all the time because he's a goaltender. I'm a goaltender. And uh, he actually signed with the uh, Phil, uh, Philadelphia Flyers. Cool. And from there, he went to, I want to say the Edmonton Oilers. And now he's with the uh, Anaheim Ducks organization, the last I heard. Uh, another kid that, pl- that was always at the house actually went to the Washington Capitals, and he played for them the year they won the Stanley Cup. Oh, that's cool. That'd be a fun experience. Oh, yeah, yeah. Other guys, they went on, they, they got scholarships. That's what they were looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, some guys went in to play in the, the minor leagues and had pretty good careers but most of them have all moved on uh i do we did have two twins from denmark that are still playing in the elite swedish league the pro league in in sweden Hmm. very cool very cool well Got any more questions for him, Aaron? I'm saying oh, trying no. to think of something. <laughs> no, I've been, been enjoying the story. I mean, uh, I have too, yeah. About different things. And I mean, yeah, I don't want to get too much into horror because I could probably go for, you know, two hours on that stuff. Oh, that, <laughs> so, that's me. You know, it's like, you just, we just touched on all my subjects hockey, horror, and music. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It's no, like we, we go to a bar and somebody will start talking music and my daughter will be like, oh, God. Oh, here we go. We're, we're <laughs> not leaving. <laughs> no, awesome stuff, man. Awesome stuff. No, well, that's thanks what's... for having me, guys. Oh, hey, yeah. Man, I appreciate it. No, I appreciate it, too, taking time out and coming on here. Well, cool. I'm going to let you guys go. It's time to feed all the animals tonight. In no, fact, right. I don't know if you guys got a, a glimpse of the little kitten running around me. <laughs> no, I didn't see any cats, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, the shoot, newest, me, newest member of our family, we called him LB Lost Boy. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. We found him under my work truck, and he was like, he fit in the palm of my wife's hand, and he's just grown up to be like a holy terror. <laughs> but I'll let they, you know, they usually bro, are. Thank you for having me, and I'm subscribing to y'all's show now, so I'll I'll be tuning in. All right, man. Yeah, and uh, awesome. when we get closer to album coming out, we'll probably have you back on if you if you don't yeah, mind. Yeah, for sure. You bet. And uh, you talk bet, about man. it. All Sounds right, man. Good, Thank bro. you guys.
Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Well, that was fun. Yeah, I didn't know he was a hockey player. <laughs> I like how you brought that up. That's a South Texas boy, like you getting hockey. I mean, that's that's just nothing you don't see every day. I know, know, man. I know. Well, shoot. Uh, I guess uh, talking about sports, let's go with what you got. What you got for everybody in sports? Well, I guess we got since tomorrow's the opening, opening of the NFL. Yeah, I don't know to. Whether I'm happy or sad about it, I mean, you know. <laughs> it's usually just, playing, I guess I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's basically just a designated piss you off every Sunday. Yeah. So we'll hit it up. <clears throat> so I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I saw my my Texans. They 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 got a Deshaun backseat parlor. He's he's probably gonna <laughs> sit on the bench all season. Uh. So I think we're gonna. A lot of people a, are getting in trouble, man. From a lot of those guys, they I don't always do that, that stupid. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, him and Robert Kraft hang out together. Hey, maybe you ought to go maybe. to. Maybe you ought to go up there. They just got rid of Cam. <laughs> right. <laughs> I do want to bring. Uh, let's see. I, we did have some people chatting. I know my brother said, "Hey, what's up, the car?" And then he said, "Whoop, whoop." I guess he's uh part of a juggalo family now and then my Who's wife that? said that <laughs> that was my wife and oh. then she said uh she saw the cat that's the last thing i saw that she put i saw the cat too it walked across his chest when he's trying to talk to us uh, i was just paying attention to him yeah so no, i didn't was... really even know it's a cat mm-hmm. but uh anyway what else you got in sports anything else no um I, I mean just just kind of getting ready uh oh okay well, did you see who, who do you think is going to win it this year? Oh, fuck. I don't care. <laughs> don't care. <laughs> well, that's better than my answer, which is I, I'm clueless. Yeah. I don't, uh, know, gonna show I don't up know, man. I mean, there's so much crap now. It's like, I don't, I don't even know. Rape. Dude, I'm Damn. just going to enjoy everything. That's all. I you don't know who's going to play. So it's. <laughs> you know what? I just want to enjoy watching and then that's it. I like rid by your head. Oh, uh, my little, uh, yeah, little Chihuahua right there. Pink. Where's Steve? Um, yeah, uh, I don't have him. No, okay. Uh, okay. I did. I did look at this, and you know, uh, the uh, Jake Paul thing where he fought uh, Tyrone Woodley. It was a split decision on that fight, but I mean that kid came out swinging. And now, like all these other people are trying to talk shit, and you know, I I don't know. I was I was annoyed by him by at first, but now I'm like, this guy's pretty fucking smart. I mean, he's getting things down. Like he's he's challenging people, and it, you know, it's just well, his he knows he is, doesn't have anything to lose. So yeah, you know, his bankroll is just bigger. go out there and see what happens. And yeah, now he's gonna become one of the richest ones because he's start he's gonna start getting a lot of them fights that no one ever dreamed he would. But he wouldn't have got it unless he just went out there and. I'll take an ass beating for or two, but hell, he came out swinging, literally. Yeah, he did. And, uh, he, it, he, it was he pretty. Good. Yeah, he he went he went full bore on him, and now I see like all these other people are challenging him. And um, let's see, what was it? Oh, Anderson Silva now wants to fight. He's still Jake. alive. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, apparently he is. I thought he retired twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah, Anderson Silva. 
he, he's now uh, he's calling out one of the brothers. I didn't know the other brother fought. I didn't know Logan Paul fought. I knew Jake did. But um, no. And then I saw that video. Did you? I don't know if you caught it of that guy. He had like a job that he's making over a hundred thousand a year, and he quit it to so. Uh, basically yeah. what he did did you see that crap when he broke down and started crying yeah and when he cried when uh jake paul was like uh, i don't know you like i don't know you you're not just... gonna hurry <laughs> i hope you put your two weeks in so you can go back <laughs> <clears throat> yeah that was uh but I, I mean it just surprised me like the, he just does this and of course he got he got views and everything but i just thought it was funny like he's just so arrogant like he thought, okay, this was like a big gesture. And I think like a lot of people do this crap because they think it's going to be like the movies or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, Oh wow. I'm impressed. You quit your job to come work for He doesn't know you. You could Dumb be mass. That's probably what I would have told him. Yeah. <laughs> you can have bodies Man. buried in your backyard for all I know. You know, <laughs> you could be a serial killer. I don't know. <laughs> so that's part of the first red strike. If you're dumb enough to quit your job. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You're probably I'm not a real good hand. He's probably not an ideal employee, so yeah. What you that quit kinda, your job just to come work for me? All right. That a boy. Without without notice. Let me hire this guy. Yep, 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 <laughs> yep. Well, what are you uh what are you listening to right now? What do you got uh, on your uh, playlist on um, Spotify? Actually, I've been listening to a lot of a um a lot of that band cold because they're I'm going to that show in San Antonio. I think it's next month. Yeah. Yep. So I've been listening to some of their stuff. Um, nothing uh, on the new side. Um, I just go on that. What is it? It's um, Oh my God. I can't think of the damn name of it, but it's a, uh, it has a bunch of independent stuff. It also has mainstream stuff, but more independent uh, music. And I just kind of shuffle through there. And if something, you know, I like I'll I'll save it or I'll follow them on Twitter or Instagram or whatever the hell. So that's what I usually do, just to hear something different. I've been uh I don't know what what came over me, but I've been listening to a bunch of '90s rock. Uh, you know, it was probably that night we were hanging and out. All that other <laughs> yeah, I know we kind of started <laughs> talking about it, and yeah, Stone. Don't think the pilots all in. That's I've, I've kind of been running through the old, basically the lithium channel. Oh yeah, uh, oh, I kind of got my grunge on here lately. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. That's very. I'm usually week before that I was listening to nothing but old Americana and Texas country and folk music, and then I'm, I'm switched that. So next week it'll probably be Nine Inch Nails and Corn or something. Who knows? I just. I like to change it up. Go through all that. Go through it. Oh yeah. Listen to it again. Yeah, all the new stuff. I don't. I don't get it. Um, especially, you know, like the little Nas X thing. Yeah. Although he does have good beats, but it, it's kind of weird. Like his videos are weird. My son was watching. Trevor was watching a video, and I showed up, and there's a bunch of naked guys, and and they're dancing around. Of course, everything's blurred, but they're so like did you dancing. Have a talk with him or uh, yeah. <laughs> He's he's no longer living here. No, I, okay, I yeah no, <laughs> no. But that's because Lil Nas is gay or whatever. And yeah. He was making fun of it with a with a friend of his. Oh no, everything's just come. Yeah, now you 
now you can't really even joke about that. So, no, I'm not going to. I moving on. Um, <laughs> although Little Nas X does, uh, he has that pregnant photo where he he's just like he's standing there. Have you seen that where he's acting like he's pregnant? Yeah. Oh, no, okay. I don't. I don't. I don't. Well, it's my kid. Nas X really don't really get. I knocked him up. I knocked him up. It's my mm-hmm. kid. <laughs> I'm trying to get some of that money. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> what is? Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Have you, what's this Wu Tang Clan deal? Is that a? Oh yeah, that, that show on Hulu. Yeah. yeah. No, I hadn't seen it, but uh, apparently it goes through uh, like their origin story, and I heard it's good. I just haven't checked it out yet. Of course, I'm trying to catch up with a bunch of crap right now. Um. Show wise, you know, or movies and, and movies. I, there's a lot of movies I still haven't caught up with. There's just so much crap now. Well, I tried, and I'm gonna put an emphasis on try to uh, to watch the um, the Zack Snyder Justice League. But, oh my uh, god, the four hour deal. Yeah, but I had to take three naps and two meals <laughs> in between to finish it, and I forgot how it began by the time it ended. I mean, damn. I mean, it's cool, it but I, I, old. I think he could have maybe <laughs> broke that up a little better. <laughs> but yeah, that was my that was my project a couple of days ago. I wanted to watch it, and I watched it, but I'm gonna have to watch it again because it's why it's entirely uh, just too put long. Put it on at night when you want to go to sleep, and just put it on. Well, then I watch the first ten minutes of it over and over. <laughs> oh, there is something else I wanted to bring up. I saw that guy. Um, that dude off of Tiger King died. He was the guy that was all stressed out and he had the long blonde hair. And he was on, he was the one like telling every, the camera crew, like he's like, they get their meat from Walmart. It's expired. That was my favorite one. <laughs> yeah. He, that was he, the coolest uh, one out of all of them. I know he was. He, he Poor guy. He seems stressed. He's like, fuck, I don't know. I'm trying to like, these things are going crazy. <laughs> I'm trying to keep probably things had alive. A, they probably still got a palm oil. That's why I was stressed. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is they found him dead. And uh, unfortunately, yeah, he passed away. But I was like, he wow. He eaten by a lion or a tiger. No, he, no, no, no he didn't. No. It didn't say what hmm. happened. I mean, this just happened, I think, today. It was one of the things I saved to talk about uh, this evening. Wow. I cannot believe. Uh, I haven't seen that yet, but. Is Carol Baskin still out of jail? Yeah, she's not. That, you no, know, no. she ain't going nowhere. <laughs> she's she's well, fine. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, uh, it, uh, the whole world's gone crazy. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was really embarrassing part of uh, the American time there when when that was the trending show. Of course, I watched it like everyone else. Oh no, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. I did not like it. Bunch of crazy people it's out just, there, it's, man. It's it's just not necessarily a dislike. It's a disturbing. <laughs> it's a type of disturbing that you really can't understand. That there are people out there like that, and and I think there's a lot of people out there like that. Is what it is. Whatever floats your boat. I guess so. Are not they going to do another one? Like a pre- I don't think it was going to be a prequel, was it? Oh, no, they're making a movie. That's what they're doing. It'd be kind of hard if he's still in jail, ain't he? No, but they're making a movie. They have an actor 
And it's going to be. Oh, they're Joey actually Cotton. making a movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. Don't you know that actor's really <laughs> talking to the uh, agent? <laughs> <laughs> claim to fame. Yeah. <laughs> do they, do they get Channel Tatum to claim or something? I guess so. Well, shoot. Uh, I know uh, before we head out, I did. I, I wanted to mention a couple of things. Um, number one is uh, the uh, the group I'm a part of for uh, Halloween Evil Lives. They made their their goal. Uh, now it's going into demand, and it'll be on Saturday where it'll be the stretch goal for that uh, fan film. So I just wanted to shout that out real quick. And then um, I also have a couple interviews coming out. One of them I just did today. Uh, Vincent Valdo, he's also on B-Movie TV, uh, Sci-Fi Ninja Theater. Check it out um, on his YouTube and, of course, on B-Movie TV. I think it shows at 8 o'clock on Saturday in the morning. And um, I did want to pull this out as well because it's around the corner, but I have a little cameo in this one, Death Park, The End. I just watched it the other day and I enjoyed it. So, and I'll share links and everything to that so people know where to get it. And that's all. That's what I got. <laughs> that's what I got for this episode. No, that was cool though. That was cool of him to come out and talk to us for a little bit. And I just, I didn't want to bore him with the same old questions. I, I listen to interviews sometimes of what other people did and, you know, it, it, it informs people, but I, I know I'd be tired of answering the same questions, you know. What do you well, think? We really we don't do a whole lot of things by the book. We like to kind of yeah fly by, <laughs> fly by the skin of, of our pants. Here, you know? I know I'm probably <laughs> I'm probably forgetting something I wanted to talk about, and I totally freaking forgot. Uh, There's always I, next week, unless we get canceled. Yeah, no, nah, we won't get canceled off of this one. No, but uh, no. Also, check out the Rabbit and Red. Um, app it's at the app store and it's awesome because you can just put it on there and it just goes through the rolodex of shows all the shows including this one and um yeah follow us on the the facebook group the call and and uh rabbit and red radio and of course uh b movie tv i'll shout out them every time it's on roku it's a linear channel and next month is excuse me i'm dying What's next month, Tyree? <laughs> uh, as far as I know, it's uh, it's October, isn't it? Yes, it's October, and yeah, it's horror yeah. movies and Midnight Sleeves <laughs> all month long. <laughs> oh, man. I talked too much, and I didn't drink. No, but I, I wanted to thank everybody. Uh, was there anything else you got, sir? No, I'm good. All right. Well, I, I am good. We'll... I enjoyed it. Yeah. We'll do it again. Heck, yeah, and um, big thank you to uh, JT, you got that guest for us, and he was very cool to talk to. And uh, I guess we'll see everybody next time. And uh, yeah, be safe, and we'll see you later. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. 
Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 